0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to episode number two of White Men Can't Dance. This is Tim coming to you from the Great White North. It's Friday, February the 28th, Friday afternoon. Uh, looking forward to the weekend, people, but before we get there, we we'll gonna have a little talk today about a one of the big bands of the 80s kind of forgotten these days but uh, boy there for a while they were all over the place uh, big players on MTV hit singles multi platinum albums they were they were it for a while uh, big on the on the um, soundtrack scene too uh, a little bit of everything of course i'm uh, referring to the band night ranger and uh, there's a little uh, prehistory of Night Ranger. They were uh, formed, I believe, in 79. But let's go back a little further. Their, uh, their roots come from a band called Rubicon, which actually included one of the original members of Sly and the Family Stone. That's a bit of a leap from there to to uh, Night Ranger, eh? Uh, but uh, Brad Gillis, who was the, one of the guitar players and right right danger, Jack Blades, of course, sings, plays the bass, and drummer Kelly Keighy, of course, all all were in that band. And surprisingly, another guy that was in that band who went on to be a founding member of Huey Lewis and the News. So that's a crazy, uh, you know, the rock world is, uh, they almost say it's kind of ancestral in a way, but guys come and go out of bands and families left and right. Uh, but anyway, so the, the three of them, Uh, split off and uh, formed uh, Night Ranger in 79 as I said, in San Francisco and uh, well, things went really well for them pretty quick Um, they added a member on keyboards, Alan Fitzgerald who was in uh, the band Montrose, of course of Sammy Hagar fame and uh they started doing clubs, that sort of thing. They were originally called uh, Ranger, and uh, they opened for uh, Sammy Hagar. And by '82, another band, a country band, called The Rangers, filed a infamous uh, trademark infringement on them. Stephen P. New, I know you, you're liking that. And, uh, they changed their name to Night Ranger. So, they recorded their first album. Uh, Dawn Patrol, 1982. And it has a pretty big, uh, hit for them on it. Uh, Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Which, of course, everybody pretty much it's become a staple of theirs. So, uh, the album goes to, uh, 38 on the uh, Billboard 200. Uh don't tell you lot don't tell me Let me it does uh, modestly well it hits forty on the top 100 um goes to uh number four on the mainstream rock charts pretty pretty good for a debut uh they also released off their sing me away um that one went to uh fifty four on the uh top two or top 100 sorry and so they're off to a pretty good start the the, the album is a, is a decent uh Gets 4 out of 5 from, from places like All Music and um, Rolling Stone, etc. Uh, so it does fairly well. Peaks it, uh, like I said, at, uh, in the top 50. So that's, that's a pretty impressive debut. So uh, yeah, at this point MTV is starting to come pretty heavy. And uh, they released their uh, second album, Midnight Madness now this is the this is kind of what puts them on the map um they released that in october of 83 it's surprisingly short even for back then it's only 38 minutes but uh it starts off with a classic Uh, four minutes and 16 seconds of goodness and you can still rock in america great song great video uh rumors in the air is next another another butte, um and then uh the last song on side one because of course at this point in the time we're still dealing with vinyl uh sister christian now to get a little bit of backstory here um this song was written for uh, by the drummer kelly keegee and it's about his sister um uh, that's because he had been uh, out on the road and he went home for a visit and it occurred to him that uh his sister had grown up a lot in the last 10 years which I guess maybe you know, a lot of people probably relate there that uh, their youngest siblings uh, and all of a sudden they just grow up um and that's just that's that's where the song that's its origins great song uh and then of course on side two we got touch of madness another good one passion play another good one and of course uh, when you close your eyes uh, when you close your eyes do you dream about me of course every teenage boy in the in the world was uh playing that and dreaming of their crush um this Album goes to uh, 15 on Billboard 200. Uh, and has three charting singles. Uh, you Can Still Rock in America goes to uh, 51. When You Close Your Eyes goes to 14. And of course Sister Christian goes to number 5. Uh, great album. Uh, kind of uh, reminiscent of what the 80s were all about. course this also got them started uh indirectly into the soundtrack thing because uh, sister christian appears on uh, several films although much later after they're released but uh the boogie nights and uh the rock of ages which i don't even want to talk about but still it's on there uh it's interesting um as i said you know this album i i first heard this uh, I went to uh, I mean I grew up in the country so no no cable and in Canada so no MTV on cable but I had a, uh, a relative that had a satellite dish and uh, he put it on MTV for me just we didn't really know what it was to be honest and uh, sure enough you can still rock in America comes up there uh, that was a that was a moment. Let me tell you uh, So anyway, midnight man is uh, platinum uh, And uh, night rangers become a pretty big name in the rock world at this point uh, So they tour etc etc the usual thing uh, next up is the album uh, Seven Wishes, which comes out in May 20th of 1985, my graduation year. That was a big rockin' 17 years old, the summer of 85. Uh, this one, in my opinion, not quite as good as uh, Midnight Madness, but still a pretty good album. Um, again uh, pretty short 38 minutes although that kind of was kind of the thing back then uh, radio and mtv being important you couldn't have stuff that was too long uh, the big songs off of this one are uh, sentimental street uh this boy needs to rock and the song goodbye uh, interestingly enough um some of the additional musicians on this album uh, Vince Neal and Tommy Lee from uh, Molly Crew. Some people probably didn't know that. Um, so, uh, as I said, Night, uh, Seven Wishes comes out. Not quite as spectacular as the last album, but still. Um, goes platinum. So, uh, in those days, that, that was a pretty big deal. Uh, the singles off that go to. Uh, Sentimental Street hits number 8. Uh, four in the morning goes to 19. Goodbye goes to 17. And there, as I said again, the uh, Night Ranger is pretty well established at this point. Uh, and they're very well known for their videos. I mean, they're putting out videos. Like crazy, but as I said, too, this is also the time when you, you know, if you wanted any success at all, you had to put out a video. So, uh, they are, like I said, very well established, uh, really popular, good touring band. Uh, next up comes uh, their fourth studio album released in 1987 uh, called Big Life. Now, this one gets a real push because uh, it has a song off of it that is uh, featured in uh, The Secret of My Success, uh, the Michael J. Fox film, film, flick, film, film, I said. Um, of course, titled The Secret of My Success. Uh, this album does not go over very well with the... Uh, public Uh, it gets pretty poor rankings it goes gold only Uh, it's a little heavy on the keyboards Uh, David Foster appears and if you don't know who he is well you should look him up because I could spend three days telling you who who David Foster is Big Life. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit tore up about this album. Uh, I said, the secret of my success is okay. There's no real other songs on this. Um, it goes to number 64. Uh, another song off that album, Hearts Away, goes to 90. And uh, they released one more single called Color of Your Smile. It doesn't chart at all. Now, after that, Night Ranger releases a a pile of albums. They got eight more records after that. But that's pretty much it for their... uh, mainstream success, you could say. Um, They do release another album called Man in Motion in 88. But it goes nowhere. And at that point as things tend to do in a rock world we see a uh, at that, okay, first off at that point Alan Fitzgerald has left the band the keyboardist is gone um, Jack Blades who is the bass player and handles a lot of the songs although the drummer does sing some um, he goes off and joins a super group of sorts uh, with uh, Tommy Shaw and Ted Nugent which of course is called Damn Yankees now they have immediate success um, they release in 1990 their self-titled debut Damn Yankees which Goes to number 13 on the top 200 charts. And has several uh, hits. uh, Particularly High Enough. Which goes to number 3 on the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, Coming of Age is a good song. Uh, It's a good album. It's a good rockin' album. And it goes double platinum which in uh, 19, uh, hits Double Platinum in 94. So it takes a couple of years, but still, Double Platinum is an amazing, in 1994 for a rock band. That's crazy. Um, surprisingly, <laughs> panned by uh, rock critics, but loved by uh, by fans, as, as usual. Funny how that seems to go. Uh, they release another album, um, called Don't Tread which has another ballad power ballad uh, where you going now which gets into hits the number 20 the album goes to number 22 and again it's uh, it does pretty well uh, for that era as we were talking about we're getting into the grunge era so yeah that's Night Ranger I mean that that's pretty much their career but they still tour they're still a big live band. Um, and I've uh, some, some interesting things about that band. I should talk about that. First off, the singing drummer. You'll occasionally get a drummer that sings one or two songs, but uh, he handles a lot of the singing, and it makes for an interesting um, setup when they, when they tour, when they play live, because they don't put them in the traditional, you know, Three-man guitar attack up front with keyboards off to the side and the drummer elevated behind them. He's usually on the stage In a position where you can see everybody he, He's usually stage uh, When you're looking at the band stage, right? So I guess uh, stage left when you're on stage, but uh, So that you can see him because of course he'd be buried in the in the back uh, the curse of uh, all drummers ain't nay bush uh, anyway um, and the other cool thing about Night Ranger, so two singers, that's pretty cool, and it's the guitar attack. These guys, uh, double solos quite often, um, what I consider to be, there's a lot, maybe not complicatedly written songs musically, but a lot going on because of the guitar, the way they do the guitars, um. I always found it to be a very catchy toe tapping kind of music and it always made me want to sing and tap my toes which of course should be the telltale sign of whether you really like anything or not when you uh, sort of get lost in the music to some degree. Not everything will do that for you. Some stuff is catchy. And you'll kind of go, yeah, okay, I can see maybe why people like that. But it's when you don't realize that you're doing it. That you uh, are toe-tapping. Or when you hear their songs on the radio. And you may not even know that it's Night Ranger. But you know you've heard that song somewhere before. And you can sing a chorus or you know or a lot, a build up line to a chorus and you can sing them uh, that to me is the mark of a band that at least made a mark for a while and i said i mean that's their biggest hits are from the you know 85 87 it's 35 years ago and yet you'll still hear them on uh, on the radio i mean i know a lot of people don't the radio is kind of a a deader thing, but uh, I still see them in heavy rotation on uh, the retro channels because I guess now at that point they are retro, uh, and uh, they said they're they're still rep- well represented, big numbers on YouTube. Uh, st- I said still tour. Uh, and, uh, still not, I, I mean, you know, how can you, you can't really be mainstream relevant when you don't put out uh, new material that anybody listens to, but they have definitely have a place in the, uh, rock hierarchy, Pantheon, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, uh, yeah, hell of a band in the eighties. Not too much bad to say about them. I mean, their later work, fine, but kind of tailed off. But that is also the, the way that goes. Uh, interestingly enough, they uh, they were one of the groups who lost their master tapes in the uh, Universal Fire uh, back in 08. Had a, b- bur- a little bit of destruction there, and uh, uh, the master tapes from Universal Music Group were destroyed, but somewhere between 118,000 and 175,000 audio master tapes. That's horrific. Hopefully, um, that's not too big a loss because that's, I mean, that, that's right up there with book burning people. You know some of these things cannot be you know they're one-shot things and sad to think that they uh, were lost you would think they would take better care of them or make i don't know make a copy of the master tape just saying anyways uh night ranger check them out um you know if you're into the 80s rock scene or you just want some some feel good music they are a band to listen to Uh, I would probably single out um, Don't Tell Me You Love Me is probably the biggie. Uh, When You Close Your Eyes is a really good song. Uh, Don't Tell Me You Love Me is a good tune. and uh, Of course, if you're into the power ballad, Sister Christian is about as good as it gets. Uh, You might want to pick up if you're going down that road, uh, they do have a greatest hits album that's probably the safe way instead of having to buy unless you're a collector and want to buy um, several copies of you know or not several copies but you want to buy several albums to uh, get one one song or two songs maybe just simpler to pick up that old greatest hits thing um, and check them out. Videos are pretty good too, and if you like night Ranger, of course, you might wanna, you know, do the thing like what we used to do back in the day. You listen to a band and you liked them, and then you found out they had done something else. Go check out uh, Damn Yankees, and if you like Damn Yankees, you may decide to check out the band's. Uh, well, Ted Nugent was on his own, for that's a little bit of a different niche, but still uh, good tunes. And of course, Tommy Shaw was in Sticks. So you can go down that road if you want to, and you may discover a few, uh, a few good uh, tunes that you you maybe didn't know about or didn't give yourself a chance to hear because uh, you just didn't know the bands. You know, some of this stuff is uh, particularly if you're a younger dude. Um, you, you and you're unhappy with the uh, you no, know, you know, each generation has its own music. Uh, the one that's going now is really into the dance electronic uh, I don't know what you want to call it hip hop uh, I am not sure what the terminology is anymore uh, Billy Eilish type tunage which to me is boring but for this generation that's their thing and that's cool um, but you might and if you're you, know, you might want to check that out and if you're an older guy you might want to take a trip down memory lane check some of this stuff out uh, Night Ranger, damn Yankees, Sticks, Ted Nugent. Have a go. You won't be disappointed. But anyhow, that's enough about Night Ranger. It's Friday afternoon. That means, you know what that means. That means for Timmy. Tim's going to gear up uh, for some big sports tomorrow. So i got to get my sleep. So anyway, everyone, have a great day. Keep on listening to the hits of the 80s and 90s or whatever you like. And be well and safe because that's the most important thing. Have a good day, everyone, and we'll see you next time.